Well then, let's get into it. Game week 16, a bit of a stinker. And uh, welcome to the latest episode of FPL Face-Off uh, with me, Fitz, and I'm joined by Mr. Jim Timms. How are you doing, Jim? I'm good, thanks, Fitz. How are you, mate? Oh, yeah, mate. As I alluded to, been a little bit of a tough week in the old FPL stakes. Um, we will we will come on to that. The one saving grace, I suppose, is that uh, a lot of people had a tough week. So that's some there's uh, what is it? Misery loves company. So that's good. Uh, and of course, now just the six weeks to dwell on uh, a pretty poor week for me. But uh, we we will come on to that. How how are you, mate? I I second that uh, wholeheartedly. A uh, terrible, terrible week for myself as well. Uh, I kind of lost my mind uh, <laughs> towards the, towards the end of um, last week and made three transfers when I only had one free transfer. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. I thought I was being really clever. I, this is where I've mentioned before, sort of to- uh, sorry, walking the line between. Uh, having fun with FPL and taking it seriously and doing the right thing or the sensible thing. And I decided to throw caution to the wind. And uh, yeah, I thought I was being clever. I'll tell you what, I'll just tell you what I did. I I removed Cancelo, Mount and Mitrovic. Okay. Which wasn't terrible, weren't yeah. terrible choices to remove. What, what, could, uh, what could go wrong? Well... So I thought, oh, I'll be clever because everyone's talking about uh, Darwin Nunes. And I thought, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put Salah in instead and he'll get a hat-trick and Darwin Nunes won't get much. Uh, this was a hunch. It didn't play out at all. So I put in uh, uh, Man City favourite uh, Wilson Esbrand. Is that the right the right say, way to say that? Um, who doesn't play at all? Three point eight million, um, and I, I needed to put him in so I could afford Salah. Oh yes, uh, Wilson then, brand, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's cheapest <laughs> defender in the game, one of. And uh, then at the very last minute, I took Mitrovic out. We knew he wasn't going to play, yeah. and I put in Anthony Martial. And I thought he's going to get two goals. This is absolute stonewall. Yeah, not a problem, and he didn't. So basically, yeah, everyone I brought in blanked, and then and I took a minus eight, um, unfortunately, and I ended up with forty points. Um, and then you know you have to factor in the minus eight points as well, and the average was forty three. So bad red arrow week for for me. How about you, yeah. Fit? Uh, not yeah, not 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 ideal. Um, I do remember you extolling the virtues last week of just taking your time, taking it easy. I might do nothing. Um, <laughs> and the next we hear, uh, yeah. all that's gone out the window. FPL does, does crazy things to, uh, to people, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, I had a, uh, a marginally better week in that, uh, I finished on 41 points. Um, however, I have had another absolute nightmare when it comes to my bench. So, uh, the transfer I made was I took out Ivan Tony, who, of course, went on to have a man of the match performance against Man City oh. that, that no one saw coming. Um, he was amazing. He was say. amazing. Yeah. And I hope Man United sign him. Um, and 
I hope that Ronaldo never wears the shirt again. Uh, but again, that's uh, perhaps a, a topic for a bit later on. We'll see. Strong um, words, yeah. Yeah, I just think, you know, I don't want to dwell on it, but you cannot disrespect, you, you know, you cannot disrespect a manager and the club like that and do it so publicly and expect for things to be fine, in my opinion. But who knows? I think we should talk about that next after you've... Um... After you told us about your game week okay. fits, I think that would be a good good topic for us. It, it feels it feels like we must, yeah. So um, so yeah. So I I had Danny Ward with eleven points in goal, uh, except he was on my bench, so that was great. Uh, with Castagna also on my bench, um, but yeah. So I took out Tony and uh, I waited for the City team news. Saw that Harland was starting went against everything I said in the pod last week, everything I said to my friends all week. I don't I do not like captaining on the early kickoff and I did it anyway. And Harland blanked and in fact got a yellow card. So Harland got me two points as a captain. And the person I was going to captain, Darwin Nunes, uh, got in with a thirteen uh pointer. So oh. had I had I captained um Darwin, as I was planning to do, and had I um, put in Ward, which hindsight tells me, uh, you know, Newcastle playing Chelsea and Leicester, Leicester playing West Ham, I should have thought, I should have thought about it then, but never mind. Uh, it could have been a very, very different game week, but nonetheless, um, finished on 41, was pleased with my punt for Darwin. Um, you know, I think at time it was about 10% owned, so a pretty good kind of differential. Um not enough to save me from a red arrow, though. So I go into the, um, I was going to call it an international break then. It's a hell of an international break. Really uh, we go into, go into the World Cup uh, just outside 300,000 in the world. So, again, mustn't grumble, not too bad. But um, uh, it would have been nice to, to finish with, with a green arrow. But not to be, not to be. Not to be. Don't worry, at least you're not at 4.2 million ranked. That is true. Uh, I I can confirm I'm not at 4.2. Would it be controversial Eesh. for us to um, check in with how Tom Glover's doing at this stage? I wonder. Uh, would you... Do you know what? I had a quick look just before we uh, went live this evening. Excellent. And, uh, uh, again, I must now wait until Boxing Day. Uh, and what uh, what is it? How how many points ahead of me is he? I'm just having a look now. So you are. Oh my word! Um, yeah. So <laughs> in 98th place in the FPL Faceoff League. Don't forget, it's not too late to join. 7QN6BY is the code. Uh, in 98th place, we have Tom Glover with 804 points, and in 100th place with 803, we have Jimmy Timms. So there's one point in <laughs> it, which is um, which is very very tight. Uh, so uh, upsetting fits because uh, you know I'm looking for the little victories at the moment, and uh, the fact that Tom's doing pretty much as awful as as I am uh, <laughs> was quite comforting. And I thought I just I just would like to really pip him to the uh, the World Cup post, but it's not not to be. That's well, okay. It's, it's another another target for me to try and reach. You know the well, other side. Tom Tom sent me a message last week um, saying, who is Jim Timms uh, when you were ahead of him? Uh, because I think it was the first episode he'd listened uh, back to the podcast since since doing it. So cheers for the support, Tom, if you are listening, mate. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty, pretty close, but certainly all to play for in the 
what is going to be a jam-packed second half of the season. Um, one thing that's quite nice about the World Cup is that when it is done, and you know, I for one uh, kind of can't wait for it to be done. I know I'll be excited when it's here. We we touched on it last week, but um, yeah, but yeah, when when football comes back, there's going to be football basically all the time, which is good. I'm looking forward to it's, it. It's jam-packed, absolutely it's, jam-packed, isn't it? So it's it is a fun time, <laughs> it really is. It's it's an odd one. Like again, we talked about it last week. You know, it's not not an ideal situation. It's not ideal it being in Qatar. Um, lots of controversy surrounding that. But yeah, really, who doesn't love a World Cup uh, one way or, or the other, um, really? And then we're straight back into it. There's cup games as well, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, the week before the Premiership uh, starts again. It's going to be crazy, bonkers. crazy schedule. Yeah, yeah. It is. Mental. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll, <clears throat> we'll probably in all likelihood... There'll be a break for the pod, I would have thought, for the duration of the World Cup and certainly perhaps kind of, I guess, maybe quarterfinals, semifinals time. We will record a pod looking ahead to um, game week 17, uh, which feels feels a long time away. But um, so talking of the World Cup, then let's have a little chat about one of the potential stars of the World Cup who's been in the news this week. Um, so we're recording this on Tuesday night. Hopefully it'll be in your ears very soon. But um, on Sunday night, Cristiano Ronaldo gave a uh, exclusive interview to Piers Morgan and The Sun, just to make it even worse, had the kind of paper exclusive of it. Hashtag don't buy The Sun. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, basically he's he's come out and, and slated... Ten Hag and said he felt betrayed and said that uh, it feels like people don't want him at the club and it's all very strange so I mean obviously I've I've got my thoughts you, you I've probably made them abundantly clear what what do you think as an outsider looking in Jim Timms? I'm just a bit baffled actually I just his choice of media outlet has really really baffled me um, yeah. because does whoever's sort of looking after him, his agent or, or whoever it is, his media, you know, people, are they not a kind of across what might, what might be a good, uh, a good person or, or show or, you know, to give a an good interview option to? to yeah. yeah. What What's the name of the TV show? Is it like talk TV or something? Talk I mean, TV or something. Yeah. Which includes presenters such as Jeremy Kyle and, you know, <laughs> Vanessa Feltz and, Piers Morgan. I mean, yeah. Jesus, I, I, what what is he thinking to to begin with? And then the other thing is, he comes out and he sort of gives it the big one about disrespect. And it's like, okay, look, it's a fantastic player. You you cannot deny his stats. You cannot deny his playing career. But really, I mean, this guy has now come out and and really sort of bashed the club that he plays for. So. I don't know if he's done himself any favours really here, mate. Oh, he's um No, no, no. He's he's come out and, and sort of said, Oh, I'm not happy and I've been disrespected. And I mean it's just it it appears as if he's really going <clears throat> down in flames. So Yeah. I mean I mean I I'd like to say I was really, really shocked, but there's a part <laughs> of me which sort of isn't as well. It's it's one of those sort of strange ones. And um I have to say I was listening to uh that Peter Crouch podcast recently, and they've been asking uh, various friends of theirs who, you know, the Messi Ronaldo debate, who, who oh, they yes. prefer, and uh, with, you know, various answers for various reasons. And 
one thing I was thinking in my head when I listened to it, I, I always go messy and it's because not only do I think he's a better footballer, but he's just got some class and Ronaldo has got no class. And mm. this is, you know, a great example of, of, you know, of it, you know, the way he's dealt with this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I must admit perhaps you'll be unsurprised by my, my bias, but when that question Messi versus Ronaldo, for me, it's always been Ronaldo because he's done it in different leagues and he's done it, um, you know, at the top level for, for such a long time until now. Um, I think, I, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but they made reference to the fact that perhaps the reason he's gone down this route or perhaps part of his thinking is that he is not in the Champions League. He is 10 goals ahead of Messi or nine goals ahead of Messi. Mm-hmm. Um, Messi's still in the Champions League and Messi's two years younger. So, you know, I do wonder whether that's kind of played a part, but just the way he's gone about it is is absolutely moronic. And um, to accuse Man United slash Ten Hag of disrespect when just two weeks ago or a month ago, whatever it was, he refused to come on the bench, uh, refused to come off the bench and play. Um, it's just, I don't know, petulant child. And, and it's just really sad yeah. to see, you know. Well, um, I mean, there's always been signs of this. And uh, look, these sorts of footballers can have big complexes and, and you know, there's a certain arrogance that, that can come with this that amount of talent, which is fair enough. But all the signs have always been there. I seem to remember yeah. I, it was a few years ago when he likened the conditions of being a footballer to that of slavery. And mm. I mean, you, you know, you kind of got to read the room a bit there, pal. It doesn't sound great, does it? And I think... I mean, no, no. I think as well something I, I can't remember, but off the top of my head... Um, the amount of money he earns oh. in a week, I think I, I equated grams. to something like 20 years of my salary. So <laughs> you know, uh, I think he's going to be okay. I don't know. Yeah. And I say this financial from a financial perspective, but yeah, uh, of course. psychologically, who can say? I wouldn't like to speculate. No, no. I think, um, you know, to, to round off the Cristiano Ronaldo chat, the one, one thing that some, a very small number of, people i wouldn't say supporters uh, i wouldn't say anyone's backed him but you know a few people have said that he's kind of calling out the glazers which he is apparently when when the interview by the time this comes comes out uh, it may well be that the whole interview is has been released and whatnot and we may get a bit more but um you know he's he's made accusations or uh, statements that nothing's changed over the 20 years or whatever nothing changed since since Fergie they've made zero progress and even the the pools and things that were were used and and the gym and equipment and whatnot is is all massively outdated which which kind of is true you know it's good that he's calling out the Glazers I suppose because there has been no progress but but ultimately you know Fergie said it years ago I can't even remember who but you've got to remember people Beckham Stam Keen, you know all of these players. Fergie said, "If you're, if you're, if you, if you think you're bigger than the club, that's it. You're gone." And uh, you know he's Ten Hag has, I think, dealt with him pretty well generally. Um, but ever since he's been in the team, you know he's he's a bad apple. <clears throat> you can see the difference in our performance when we lost to Villa. We just looked absolutely bereft of of ideas, and it's because 
the whole team must be thinking, why am I, what am I, I think I said it last week, like, why am I running around for him? So, yeah, yeah. a sad, yeah. sad end. But I, I think, like, say, um, Ten Hogs dealt with him quite well, apart from, I think, uh, the Aston Villa get captaining him and, and yeah. all of that. For me, that was, that was a mistake. And mm. I mean, look, this has got to be it now. He's got to be done, surely, yeah. right? I mean, if Ten Hogs can't see even play him again, I just think, yeah, that's that's lunacy. But we'll see what, what you know. What a shame! And where will he go next? Who knows? But um, you know, yeah. it would be a good thing for United, I think, once he's um once he's gone, because they can concentrate on the rest of the squad and whether they need to strengthen here and there, here or there. I don't know, but you know, they could they could do with with losing him. I'd say. From an yeah. outsider's perspective, no, I I think you're right, and I think I think that'll probably be what happens. To be honest, I can't see any can't see any way around it. So, um, yeah, Viva, <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend Finbar, who may well be listening, but probably not, um, who you may recall from years gone by, um, simply said uh, to our little WhatsApp group, Viva Ronaldo. Um, so, thanks for that, mate. Wow. Yes, yes. Wow, indeed. So, terrible um, words terrible words yeah uh so yeah it's a shame really because there was some good there was a com- some good performances over game week 16 we touched on Ivan Tony earlier um i think he would be a fantastic replacement for Cristiano Ronaldo if you are listening uh, Mr Ten Hag uh, was there anyone else who mm. caught your eye over the weekend apart from uh, um, Salah, I'm just course? trying to think uh well yeah obviously I keep a keen eye on Liverpool. I was happy to see them beat Southampton, but I, I thought Southampton actually played okay, really. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who else played over? Do you want me to run weekend? through the results very quickly? Yeah, do you so, want to actually for me? Thanks for it. Of course, pleasure. Um, so City, Brentford, uh, Bournemouth beat Everton 3 0. Liverpool beat Southampton 3 1. Nottingham Forest beat Palace 1 0 with a missed penalty from Wilf Saha. Mm-hmm. Um, Delighted to have him in my team with zero points when Castagna could have come in with six, but never mind. Hell of a game with Spurs. Um, Spurs were uh, down. Leeds were beating Spurs three times. And then in the last five minutes, Spurs ended up winning 4-3. West Ham lost at home to Leicester. Newcastle win again against Chelsea. Uh, Wolves lost 2-0 to Arsenal. Brighton lost... 2-1 2-1 to Aston Villa after going 1-0 up and Fulham uh, lost 2-1 to Manchester United. So yeah, yeah some, great, right. some great games and a couple of potential conversation pieces. So uh, yeah, who, who caught your eye? Well, the obvious one here is Brentford beating Manchester City. They were, I, I thought they just completely outplayed them uh, mm-hmm. and City had a, a, a very strong full squad out yeah. um Diaz didn't it. play I believe um right. yeah which so Ivan Tony well, I don't want to say ran riot but he he really did you know outclassed outclassed the uh, city defense I thought he was merciless um, wasn't he? yeah yeah really really good I, I think you don't want to sort of uh uh, sort of have a moan about City. Actually, I just think we probably should concentrate on the fact that Brentford were were amazing, considering they haven't had a great run of form of late. Right. Um, they're great, but and Ivan Tony, I think, like 
like we we said, he he really really stood out for me. Um, and yeah, I suppose should he have gone to the World Cup? That's the question on everybody's lips, really. Uh, but you know, he 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 won't. Um, Southgate, you know, he always knows what he wants. So uh, yeah. Tony is not his man at, at at present. So so there you go. It's it's a funny one with Ivan Tony because as you say, a couple of maybe a month even two two months ago he was he was very much in form and and it looked like he was going and it looked like his form kind of tailed off and and that is a a very impressive performance against man city obviously but mm-hmm. um but ultimately you know Callum Wilson has been in better form for a slightly longer period of time yeah. so i can't begrudge Callum Wilson his place um i think there was a certain number of people who were kind of guaranteed whatever their form like Sterling was always going, Maguire yeah. was always going, regardless yeah. of form, you know, rightly or wrongly. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, tournament football is what it is, and you know, we have to kind of hope that that they they do a good job. But yeah, I don't know how much Brentford would ask for for Ivan Tony, but you know, if if Man United can, so, and I keep banging on about it, but no, you know, we're, we're we're crying out for a um, we're crying out for a, an out and out striker and it would be a, a welcome addition to our squad. So we'll see. He'd definitely be a catch for, for any team that manages to, uh, to sign him. But yeah. And I know. think he would, um, sorry to interrupt you there. I think as well, yeah, right. you know, he might look at it and think, actually, maybe I do need to get away from Brentford to next time there's an England call up. If I'm a Man United striker, you know, am I, and I'm in this form, am I missing out then? Probably not. So yeah, it's it's really hard to know, isn't it? With with uh, players like that, he really is, you know, the, the star of the the squad. So, mm. is he thinking, oh, oh, I'm a bit better than this. I want to play here, or I want to get some Champions League football, or you know, is is he sort of dedicated to to Brentford, um, you know, through and through? So, yeah, hard Maybe. to know. Time will tell, I'm sure. But the you know the England snub will be a bit disappointing for him, I'm sure. But it will. You know, he, he's pretty. He's you know sort of thrown it into Gareth Southgate's face with that performance at the weekend. That's for sure. He's um, a big boy. I'm I sure he'll be fine. Yeah, he will. Um, I would from the weekend. I'd say the the uh, Spurs Leeds game was um, like batshit crazy, unbelievable, yes. really really entertaining. Yeah. I can't quite get a read on Spurs still. Um, I'd say Kulusevski, having him back in the squad has made a big difference and he's definitely someone I'll be uh, having a look at uh, come the, the free transfer window. No World um, Cup for but... Sweden? If... No, no. Yeah, yeah. Don't so... think so. So, yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? You sort of always think they're going to be in it, but uh, yeah. Yeah. no no dice for them. So he'll be rested. So in theory, he'll be nice and fresh. And, it, you know, he's he's electric, isn't he? So... But that was yeah. a good fixture. The other thing from the weekend, I'll say, and this is a negative one, really, is you know how bad are Everton at the moment? Yeah, I mean they are, they, they, they went from sort of like, oh, are they gonna are they doing okay? And their defense is great in theory, and um, you know, blah blah blah. And then they lost twice to Bournemouth, uh, once in the week in the cup, and yeah. then at the weekend again, both by three goals. And you just think, oh. They're in trouble there. Um, yeah. So yeah, they they are not doing so well. They they spent a lot of money over the last uh, uh, season or two. They uh, have nothing seems to be improving, and so I, I expect there'll be some questions of of uh, Frank Lampard uh, moving forward. But we'll see, I suppose. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's funny you should say that because I. I haven't really looked at the table very much. You know, football, unfortunately, is is kind of like it happens. And then, you know, with with when you've got kids and jobs and life and stuff, it's it's difficult to. Uh, this is my excuse. I, I don't always kind of keep an eye on the table. I looked at it this weekend, uh, just kind of at the end of the United Fulham game. I was quite shocked um, that wolves I, I thought wolves would be in trouble because obviously they've they've not scored many goals and they keep conceding but yeah the bottom is is pretty pretty tight really so you've got wolves yeah. southampton forest everton west ham and leeds um bournemouth are, are in 14th so you know obviously it's a long way to go anyone could still get sucked into it but southampton and wolves they've got to be looking over over the well not even over their shoulder they've got to be looking uh, ahead and, and being a little bit concerned and, and Forrest seemed to have hit a good little run of form at the right time really. Yeah. Unprecedented uh, amount of players trying to get in and all that malarkey. So there's nine points between ninth place and twentieth. Very nice. Bottom of the table. I mean that is as tight. Right? Yeah. Between eleven yeah. places. Uh, that's crazy. I mean can you say of any teams of the of the league at the moment, you're, you're sure that they'll be relegated this season. I mean, Wolves probably, yeah, they, they have looked bad. But then you know, new manager. So I've uh, I've just realised as well. You know, normally the measure of uh, a team getting relegated or not is if they're bottom at Christmas, then they'll they'll probably be relegated. <laughs> yeah. In this well, case, there's still quite a long way to go. This so, is a, this well Winter World Cup is a way to throw those stats right out the window. It certainly it? is, yeah. Um, but you are so, right yeah. though, because uh, you know Chelsea are eighth, brilliant. Um, Brighton seventh, Liverpool then United, Spurs, Newcastle, Newcastle in third, Man City and Arsenal. But anyone below that could very easily get caught into it. Fulham, Brentford, Palace, Villa, Leicester, and then the ones we mentioned, Bournemouth, Leeds, etc. Yeah, very, very spicy. Um, It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, So let's have a quick chat then before we uh, kind of round things off. Let's have a quick chat at players that we've got our eye on uh, when we kind of start to make unlimited transfers. So, I, again, obviously it's all kind of loose at this stage, but I'm very likely to be going with uh, Haaland and Kane when I get back, depending on how far England. I kind of hope, actually, that I don't have any English players uh, initially because, obviously, if if they go all the way to the final and win it, then they're going to get a bit of a rest, which is good, and I won't want them. But... um, Mm. But yeah, I I would like to go for Haaland and Kane. So I've been looking at kind of some midfield options and the the midfielders who are, um, there's a lot that are at a pretty good kind of price point, really. And if I look at some of the form players, you've got Almiron at 5.8, absolute no-brainer. I'm convinced everyone's going to have Almiron. (laughs) Um, I think finally I'll probably have to concede and and put him in. There's there's no denying him, really. I think you probably will. Um, but then even Leeds, like they've got a couple of tough fixtures with City and Newcastle, but then they've got West Ham, Villa, Brentford, Forest, uh, United. So they've got a 4.4 midfielder, Somerville um, and mm. Rodrigo at 6.3, both of whom have, have been doing bits. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of different options that could make it so you could very easily have a midfield, for example, of um, Almiron. De Bruyne, 
uh, or Salah, because it'd be good to get uh, Liverpool. You could still get in, uh, for example, the um, like Somerville as a bench option, Andreas, Trossard, and very, very feasibly squeeze in that um, additional third premium to go for the premium. So, yeah, mm. that's roughly along the lines of what I'm I'm thinking, although I haven't messed about okay. with it at all at this stage, to be honest. Sure. I- Yep, I had, I had a little tinker earlier on, and uh, without taking too much into account, uh, you know, especially with the World Cup in mind and things like that, mm. um, I completely agree with you. Harland and Kane, uh, Kane, dependent on the, on the World Cup situation. Yeah, but those those two, I would say, would be at this stage my two premium players that I would play. Yeah. Um, I think as well, I'm gonna go. Well, we the start of the season was big at the back. I'm going to go small at the back uh, and look for budget defenders, so Good I shout. can keep I can keep that sort of rotating, perhaps. Um, and then I'm looking at the midfielders, and like you say, some good price points there, but also that sort of good sort of medium priced uh, midfielder, Kulisevsky. I'd definitely be looking at Luis Diaz. Yeah. Uh, perhaps instead of Salah, um, Saka, Almiron, as you said. Um, and I'm in two minds still about Wilf- Wilfred Zaha, who you may remember last week I waxed lyrical about and said he might be an outside captaincy choice. Now, if anyone <laughs> did that this that, week just yeah. gone, you would have got yeah. double double his uh, point score, which was zero. So yes. um, the what's, what's the did, moral of this see- story? Well, yeah, I did see quite a nice tweet. Someone was um, sharing their score, and it's like, oh, um, I've got someone did really well uh, on their bench. It's like, um, oh, I'm looking forward to them coming on for for Zaha. Looks like they'll be coming on for Zaha uh, with their zero points. And I was like, oh dear, yeah, unfortunate there, mate. Yeah, ouch. Uh, But then he look, he can haul. So yeah, yeah. he's one of those. He's season long. I I still think he's a good option. Mm. He's around. He's always around the seven mil mark, and he always has solid returns. He doesn't set the world on fire. Yeah, he has, true. and he can be a bit patchy, but overall, over the course of time or course of the season, yeah. he does return. We've seen it before, you know. Across, we'll see it again. Yeah, across uh, you know seasons past. So. You know, he's someone I, I'd always consider having having in there, especially the long term, because my problem, personal, which we have to address, <laughs> is my my um, uh, hits that I take. I yeah. I need to. I, I'm I'm going to say if there's one thing I've learned from this half of the season, is that I need to really, really reel it in. Uh, hits wise and I think I need to my aim my big aim for the second half of the season I know it's not half but you know uh, is to not take any hits I need to be a much more play a lot more conservatively if I'm going to gain gain any sort of uh, rank back then I, I need to do that the other thing I might need to do is look at some differentials because the chances are after the World Cup the template is going to be strong uh, and it's going to be a common one, I think, because, like you say, players like Almiron, Kane, Haaland, they're going. Everyone's going to have them, and I know that there is an element of that in in fantasy football uh, in any given season. Mm. But given this this unlimited free transfers window, 
yeah. I think there's, you know, we might all end up with half the same team. So I think I think, I think that, probably I think we will. Yeah, I think there'll yeah. be a real real template for sure. So um, the points are going to come from those those I say differentials. You know, that doesn't mean they're necessarily under ten percent owned, but you know the the left field choices perhaps, and and who you choose to to field and not bench in your case fits. Oh my god, don't. I've um at some point I will um have a little look. I've just made a little rough draft, you know, and um I've got some, I've got some really. Uh, well, I, I'm going to say it now. Let's get it on. Let's get it on um audio. Sure. So Ramsdale Ward, the defense is pretty much the same. Shaw, Trippier, Cancelo, Castagna, Gabriel, um, Trossard, Salah, Almiron, Martinelli, Andreas, Kiefer Moore for Bournemouth, Haaland and Kane. I mean. There's a lot of yep. there's a lot of explosive options there. Sounds great, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean that sort of again. Kiefer Moore, great, great shout there, especially yep. for your budget uh, attacker. He'll probably end up on the bench, so <laughs> you know, oh, uh, hopefully he doesn't set the world alight for you when you, no, uh, of you course. need those bench points. But again, um, it's a good shout. Speak, given, speaking given of bench points, Jimmy, um, twenty this week, eighteen last week. Mm. Uh, 19 the week before uh nine the week before that was a blank game week yeah i've I've, there's a lot of points that have been on my bench um i've got the keeper situation wrong ward has done so well and i've done so he really he really has but then this is the thing the same it's like the andreas effect you're like we he's so cheap he must go on the bench and then goes on the bench and then scores uh i was listening to another podcast. You have to forgive me. I can't remember which one it was. Possibly Fancy Football Scout recently. Oh yeah. And uh, they were saying that if Andreas was six or seven mil, you'd play him yeah, every yeah. every week. And yeah, with yeah. the returns that he's had, you yeah. would. You'd be delighted um, as well. Yeah. Of course. So, but because these guys are cheap, you you put them on the bench, which also goes. I I have to say that I sometimes I think right. Shall I just put duds? on my bench yeah it brings you problems when you get injuries but if i have got wilson as brand on my bench <laughs> i don't have to worry about the fact that oh he's not going to play anyway you know and yeah. i can put money back into the rest of my squad it does but make your bench boost a, a tricky a tricky chip to play <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely does, yeah. <laughs> so true so um, true. oh brilliant well it's going to be a little while now till we um till we hear you're you hear us again uh but do feel free to get in touch with us of course we're on twitter at fpl face off and and yeah i think you know have have a break enjoy it i think some people are doing a uh, fantasy world world cup fantasy i don't think i'm gonna bother to be honest i think it'd be nice to have a little bit of a break and just kind of agreed yeah 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 yeah, so, yeah um, good idea mate yeah um we'll we'll be back Stronger to quote the Peter Crouch podcast that you mentioned oh, earlier. <laughs> well, I'm not sure someone might get sued. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Um, uh, it's Tom Glover, uh, he's he's the person who said that, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's been been a pleasure as always, Jim. And uh, yeah, enjoy enjoy the break, and I will speak Likewise, to you very mate. soon. Yeah, thank you Absolutely. for listening, everyone, and uh, it's goodbye from me, Arrivederci from me.